Hello, welcome to Cold Pizza. My name is Rusty. I'm a pastor here at Christ the Lord Church in Dayton, Ohio. This is our weekly podcast where we take the opportunity to squeeze out every last bit we can from the proclamation of God's Word on Sunday. It's our chance to sit down with the preacher and tackle any further questions, applications, or any other bits of leftover crust to chew on that didn't make it into the main meal. So, grab a slice to join us this week with Pastor Matt. What's up, guys? We are starting our quote-unquote new series in uh, Hebrews. I'm just trying to freshen things up a little bit. <laughs> We've and been us, here for a minute. It's been a, it's been a little while, uh, and we'll be here through Christmas. So Yeah, uh, well, up, up till Christmas. And now that we're in Chapter 11, we're slowing it down even more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this week we had three mm. verses. Next week we're doing one verse. Yeah, we, basically what we get to do here in Chapter 11 is kind of look at each of the characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, so this Sunday... We're really going to be in Genesis 3 and 4. Yep. I mean, we're going to jump back. Yeah. So I would encourage you to freshen up on Genesis 3 and 4. You know who doesn't have to do that? The people uh, in Old the, Testament the peop- survey. Ha <laughs> <laughs> look at them. <laughs> Which my wife said she's been really enjoying. Good. Good. Because yeah. I was afraid I might have put her to sleep on Sunday. <laughs> That's probably the baby putting her to sleep. She did. And I saw her walking around with a cramp in her stomach, too. So. <laughs> yes, there's that. <clears throat> yeah. So we're, I'm excited to slow down in here and, and see these... Uh, so we've been in some some pretty deep explanations of these concepts, and here we get to see a lot of it illustrated. So it, it will be a mm-hmm. good change of pace in general. Um, but this week we were in verses 1 through 3 of chapter 11, and the title this week creatively was Faith, <laughs> uh, <laughs> despite some of our other stuff that we've been trying to do. You, you know, I, I, hang on. I need to address this. A few weeks ago, Jeff said something about me taking a long time to figure out titles. <laughs> that is absolutely false Mm -hmm. i i like it i don't spend more than like 30 seconds on a title any title if i do i I just pick something and go (laughs) (laughs) so if if there's something that's kind of snarky or whatever like or creative quote unquote (laughs) it's it's because it just came to me i did not spend time that's why most of them are like this the title of every week is sermon (laughs) Yes, <laughs> you know, I would be fine you know with. I would be fine with no title, and just saying this is Hebrews eleven one through three. Well, that's, well, that's the truth. There you go. But then it would be harder for future generations to search through your sermons in Logos, and they get the whole compilation of Pastor Matt McPhee. <laughs> yes, I have right. like five sermons from John Piper and John MacArthur on one passage. So I usually do it by year because. Uh, some of their earlier stuff was sometimes sketchy, so I look at their more developed later stuff because <laughs> I can relate to that. Uh, this week's main points were was really the journey through the the large uh, exploration here. Only through faith will we enter eternal life. A definition of faith: faith lays hold of that which your senses cannot behold. Faith always results in action, and faith is rooted in God's word. Uh, a lot of people already even have been mentioning how uh, helpful the sermon was. Um, mm. Some might even say it was super helpful. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I think this is going to be one of those that we'll be able to reflect back on as some turning points. And it's not just because it's a new new series that's, that's very amorphous. What it really does is help give us some of those good, crucial definitions that we needed. And I know that's what you were really working through a lot last week in prep mm-hmm. of, uh, hey, we really need to nail with the accurate definition what is it that we mean by this how is this actually going to help us live yeah it's a big yeah. deal and this is something that we can go back to and kind of hang our hat on it's really helpful yeah i think there's just there's so much confusion on faith that's why 
I literally just sat down and that intro, you know, uh, sometimes it takes me a long time to write an intro. Sometimes it's, um, it just comes to me and this one just came to me. And the reason it just came to me like so quick was because the, uh, uh, the amount of confusion and stupidity around the idea of faith is, is, I mean, almost as crazy and stupid as it is around the idea of gender. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much confusion. Faith just, is it a set of of ideas? Is it a feeling? You know, it just, there's so much confusion. It's been hijacked and twisted and turned. And, and the church, I mean, most churches are not any better off than the world is when it comes to understanding the idea of faith. Yeah, and, and, and they're supposed and, to have a corner on the market. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, faith has both with it a, uh, content, um, but it's a, it's more of an, uh, the, both the content and the interaction with the content. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, faith is both. It's both a, uh, it's like the weights in your hand and the actual exercise with the weights. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not just the weights. It's not just the exercise, but it's, it's the both. And God has said, and then now what do I do with that? What do I believe it? Do I take him at his word? Mm -hmm. Um, do I trust this? And, uh, we know that the Lord is the one who gives both the content and he's the one that grants faith. Um, and then it's through that faith that 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 the the content is actually like worked with. It's actually enjoyed. It's actually put well, that, into practice. It's actually. That's a question I had because to do a play on your words here, there's often a weightiness that comes with yeah the idea of faith, and it can be uh, maybe unnecessarily solemn or grievous. And the concern I think a lot of people would be. Is is living by faith? Does it have to be hard? Does it have to be? Is it always scary? Yeah, I man, I, where that thought came from for me um, to talk about it in this episode is I, I think we tend to relegate, or or say, well, let me back up. I'm I'm going to talk more about this on Sunday, okay? But the question is, how do I know that I'm living by faith? How do I know that I'm doing works unto faith? How do I know that I've made a decision now? that is a decision being made in faith. And I think what a lot of us do, and I think Hollywood has done this, has conditioned us to do this, is the only time in Hollywood that faith is discussed is when it's a difficult situation. Mm -hmm. So how are we going to make it through this, this terrible, I just lost my mother, or I, you know, I I need to go have this conversation or I need to now live on my own and, uh, or I, whatever it is. And, and in that situation, then Hollywood says, Oh, all of a sudden, here's the moment that we all need faith. Or, or when do you hear your lost pagan coworkers talking about faith? Or, you know, it was, well, they just lost their dad or, you know, uh, they've got an unruly child. That's a teenager. Well, man, just keep the faith, you know, um, and so I think we've been conditioned to think that that the test of whether or not I'm living by faith is whether or not I'm, quote-unquote, stepping out on faith. Yes, yes. I'm doing the, quote-unquote, risky thing. I'm mm-hmm. doing the dangerous thing. I'm doing the the hard thing. I've now chosen the road which less is, traveled. Which is crazy, because then people can use that to justify not faith decisions. 
stupid decisions. They just call it by faith. Exactly. And and I and I think there's a good chance that we have lots of people in our midst, even in our congregation, that regularly will say, Well, well, which decision should I make? And they'll say, Well, I should make the dis- I should go ahead and make decision B. I should choose road B because it's going to require me to exercise more faith. And and I might no, that's just a garbage test. Mm-hmm. Like that there is nowhere in the Bible you cannot support that. Mm-hmm. Um God God doesn't you, operate you that. You can way. in life way. Yeah, well you can. <laughs> yes. That that's just so oh, I agree. It's such a huge distinction. It's like why wasn't the rest of the day filled with moments of faith? Yeah. Why is not loving your wife and your children a done unto faith, as you said? Yeah. Right? Works done unto faith. Like that yeah. The whole day is filled with that. Why is it only these crisis moments that separate you from the world? Yeah. What is it about these mundane moments that don't require you to be a Christian? Yeah. <laughs> that that and that's the, that yes. Yeah. So if you're not exercising faith in the mundane moments, you're not going to exercise faith in the great moments. Yeah, that's what we talked about but, several weeks ago with the back, training. Back to your training thing. And I and I made this statement on Sunday that um if you don't exercise faith, and what I did was I, if you don't do works in faith, and I listed a bunch of, and I don't know if people picked up on this, but I listed a bunch of really challenging situations, like marriage, right, or an unruly child, or, or whatever, and, and I said if you don't exercise faith there, you won't exercise faith when it comes to the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um and I didn't say those situations were all hard, but I I wanted there to fe- I wanted people to experience a tension, and the tension being, well, hang on, he just listed a bunch of really hard things, but he spoke about them as if they're easy, and he's telling me if I don't if I can't have faith there, then I'm not gonna have faith. Well, that's the point. And a foundational thing. Yeah. yeah. So. Maybe, um, maybe just maybe you're going to choose what seems like the harder path, quote unquote, because it's going to require more faith when actually you're choosing that for some sort of self-righteous reason, or maybe it's actually the easier one because what takes faith is for you to choose the, the mundane path. Yeah. Yep. The, the stick to itiveness in that path that you just need to stay on there. So... Yeah, I don't. I don't think that that's a test of whether or not you're walking by faith. Just because it's the harder path. Yeah. Now it could be, it could be. And there are scary times. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's not that. It's not what we're after. Because I think you have to you have to get to that question of like, what does it mean to live as a Christian? Mm-hmm. Right. This is the thing I love about Doctor uh, Martin Lloyd Jones. He's talking about it being the Christian thing to do. And so your whole life should be a a Christian life, right? Yes. Should all be things things done on faith. And you had that quote. I don't remember who it was by. Uh, maybe it was you. Uh, <laughs> you can claim it. Faith is always meeting a mountain, a mountain of evidence that seems to contradict God's word, a mountain of apparent contradiction in the realm of tangible fact. Now, pause. So does your life look like that are you setting your your life and your family up even in mundane moments in your career and in your schooling and you know your in your hobbies is your life set up in such a fact 
that you're being confronted by the world with a mountain of evidence against him, right? Mm -hmm. Because then you get to choose the Christian thing in every situation. Yeah. Because he says, in either faith or the mountain has to go, they cannot both stand. Yeah. I, that's the thing. I think most of, uh, of us live our life in a way that just flows with the stream of the world. Mm-hmm. So we're never faced with that mountain of evidence. The confrontation. We're, we're not. Yeah. Man, yeah. That was Watchman Nee. Uh, oh, okay. He says, faith is always meeting a mountain, a mountain of evidence that seems to contradict God's word a mountain of apparent contradiction in the realm of tangible fact, and either faith or the mountain has to go. They cannot both stand. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, then does exercising faith, does it get easier? Yeah, I think it's a great question. I think you've got to think about um, the exercise of faith in a more complex way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to answer it in a little more complex way. Uh, the reflex of faith or the muscle memory of faith, I think gets easier. Yeah. Um, it gets easier to say, I'm not going to swerve to the left or to the right. I'm going to, I'm going to, or as with uh, Noah, you know, it gets easier to go ahead and hammer up the next board. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in, in that sense, meaning like the, the, um, the skillfulness maybe of that. I, or maybe like if you're in the gym, you're working out, and when you first start doing a particular exercise, you got to learn the form. That way you don't hurt yourself and you maximize the reps and then you work out the right muscles. You don't want to be bent over too far or whatever so that you hurt mm-hmm. yourself. So you got to spend a lot of mental energy focusing on but two things there, actually engaging your muscles and getting the thing to move, but then you also have to spend a lot of mental energy doing the reflex, mm-hmm. the 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 form um and so as the weights go up and your form though becomes more practiced then you can shift mental energy to the the actual muscle engagement and lifting and and you know but your your breathing becomes more second nature you know so i think that that aspect of faith the the uh, the muscle memory, the reflex, the the how you breathe, like those things become easier yeah. as the weights increase. Yep. Um, and so then, so so then your your faith increases as the weights increase. So your muscles get bigger at, but the the process of faith, like yep. that, like the, the and then when I say the process of faith, we're going to talk more about this coming Sunday. Where you say, all right, the Lord has said A, mm-hmm. which requires this of me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. Joyfully. Joyfully. Trusting uh, all the way with complete confidence and assurance. Yeah. That, that part gets easier, the, the process of it, but, but the doing it. Uh, meaning the the amount of faith needed, I think that that just gets harder. Yeah, I, when I think about it, it, it's less of a easier versus hard thing, and a little bit more lines of like effectiveness. Because if you walk into the gym and you've got a newbie, to your point, right? You have him, you know, just learning how to bench press for the first time, and you put him next to the guy who's bench pressing four or five, 
right? Mm-hmm. And you ask the question, who's working harder right now? Theoretically, they're both working equally hard, right? Yeah. To your point, one's having to do a lot more cognitive thinking. Yeah. You know, all wrapped up in there. It's just is measured differently. So then the other guy is having to work really hard just to move it, mm. right? Yeah. Well, who's doing more though, effectively? Who's mm. accomplishing more? Well, the more experienced guy. The more experienced guy is moving yeah, more weight. he's moving more weight. Mm-hmm. So the question is not necessarily, is it easier or harder for him? It's still really hard. It's yeah. just as hard as the new guy. Yeah, yeah. He's just doing more with it. And yeah. that's the kind of way, because the question isn't, will it get easier for me? The question is, will my faith grow? Yeah. And my faithfulness grow? And you see that absolutely true. Yeah. So the challenges get more difficult. You know, you're, you're trusted with more in the kingdom. Which is why the fall is equally yeah. bigger too. <laughs> Which is why I said in my sermon that that people who have um, have stronger faith because they they've gone through more, they've been given more, uh, tend to be the ones who give the most mm-hmm. um, because they have bigger faith. Mm-hmm. Just don't blow out a peck. Yeah, yeah, do <laughs> Yes, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I like that track, and I'm trying not to step on too much of the toes of this coming Sunday. But shifting it kind of into, I guess, the last piece here, the last gear, is not just then the making a choice and the doing, which the doing was a, a massive part of that sermon, <laughs> right? It's going to lead you to do something with it. Mm-hmm. But the last piece uh, I wanted to touch on was the having eyes of faith, so being able to see it. Yeah. And you had that Spurgeon quote that I thought was just – really huge for this and saying reason is all very well but faith mounts upon the shoulders of reason and sees much farther than reason with her best telescope and better than she will ever be able to see it's enough for us who have faith that god has told us how he made the world and we believe it mm-hmm. dude it's just a stellar quote man it was actually a, a sitting i'd gotten home uh, yesterday and then the kids were all out playing doing something they were gone somewhere on the other corner of our property and sarah and i were eating lunch and it was her and i were just we spent a lot of time this past seven months a lot a lot of life has changed for us in seven eight months and uh one of the things we're just so thankful for is um like a lot of people have to drive to go take a walk around something beautiful mm-hmm. and i by God's grace and his kindness to me, we get to walk out our door and go walk among something that's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but when I say it's something beautiful, I don't just mean, wow, the, those trees are awesome. And, and wow, I've got cows and chickens and ducks and turkeys and, you know, and a creek. But what I see is the Lord's promises mm-hmm. around me. I see his promise uh, of sustaining my family's life. I see his promises of, of, um, of things to delight in that reflect his creativity. Um, I see animals that are going to feed us tomorrow morning. I mean, we... So this morning, you know, we had me and the boys ate and Winnie ate a, a dozen and a half eggs, you know, that, that we harvested just a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, like I see God's hand and his promise to me 
just by looking. And so when I say I see something beautiful, yes, indeed, the tree is beautiful in and of itself, but what it represents is, is something amazing. And you have to have eyes of faith to see that. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, you know, as we take a walk or as I see my kids pedal up the, um, you know, this morning, seeing that as I was studying my sermon, seeing them winning, getting on a bike and just pedal up the driveway. And, and my, uh, like my eyes of faith reminded me that, that God is going to, in general, um, Lord willing here, that he will carry on the legacy of the gospel and his kingdom that he started, uh, that, that is in me. He's going to carry that through that little blonde haired girl that's riding her pink bike up my driveway. Mm-hmm. Um, the same little girl that, you know, an hour later decided to ride her bike down the steepest hill of our farm back behind the house and went Indo or, uh, uh, <laughs> over the handlebars and screaming and, and, and so on. And so having those eyes of faith, but it's not just in the delightful things, but having eyes of faith in trials as well. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know, a reason in the middle of a trial where like life is hard right now, um, reason is, you know, all right, here's objectively what's happening Here's what could happen. Here's what will likely happen. Uh, here's what God has said will happen, mm-hmm. right? And he will see me through, even if that includes death and unto eternal life, or or if he will, uh, you know, in David's, you know, David's in the Psalms all the time is, is praying for vindication mm-hmm. and shut their mouths, you know, whatever the trial is. And so there's the ob- objective reasoning there, but it's faith that stands upon that reasoning, and the reasoning should be there. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. We're not trying to subvert that or go uh, around it, but we stand on that. Like it's a good, that reasoning is a good thing. But then faith stands on that and says yes. Mm-hmm. That's where more of right? the power comes from. Yeah. Yeah. If faith goes yes, I believe it, mm-hmm. and yes, it will happen. And then when that ha- when that when uh, what I was trying to communicate on Sunday is that when that when that clicks there, then those that reasoning and those objective things that God has said and has promised, when that faith goes yes, then those things are in your hands. Mm-hmm. Yep. Such that you can take the next step, such that you can say the hard thing, or such that you can keep your mouth shut, or or such that you can make the hard decision, or mm-hmm. such that you can make the mundane decision that you need to make. Yeah. Um, and and so what what I did even just now in this moment I tried to paint for you the picture that 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 exercise of faith is both in the looking w- with ease at a beautiful tree or uh, an animal that turns grass into steak um, or a daughter riding her bike or a terrible situation all the way to a terrible situation that is just painful and you don't, and you're grieving um, whether you've been hurt or you've hurt someone or, or it's just life is tough mm-hmm. all the way through that from beginning to end, you can live a life uh, with eyes 
of faith. Yeah. Um, and that's what you want to have. And and here's the deal. If, if you can't, if you don't have eyes of faith when you're looking at uh, your daughter ride her bike up the driveway, uh, then you're not going to have eyes of faith when you're faced with a marital struggle. Mm-hmm. And if you can't have it there, then you're certainly not going to have eyes of faith when it comes to the gospel mm-hmm. and your greatest need, because that's your biggest problem. Your biggest problem is not a marriage that's a hard, that's difficult. It's not a child that's difficult. It's not losing a job or having a pay cut. Um, none of those things are as difficult as having faith to believe that someone else uh, could pay your need for righteousness mm-hmm. and your need for absorbing God's wrath. Yeah. Nothing takes the amount of faith that that takes. Yeah. So I think we spent 10 chapters on that. We did. <laughs> Don't forget that. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So yes, it was actually my wife who was who brought up the phrase yesterday having eyes of faith. Hmm. Um which is something her and I have been trying to cultivate. Um and honestly it's it was part of the motivation even in us buying the piece of property that we have. And and not that you have to have that to have eyes of faith. I, we just knew for us and for our family, this would be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we're trying to cultivate that in our kids. Like uh, another example, um, before we close here, I would say um, like having eyes of faith, we like when, you know, when a child, when a boy, for example, um, exercises conquering, but he does it, uh, like, say he's jumping. I think it was in Future Men by Doug Wilson. He says, uh, like, the kid jumps off the second tier of his bunk bed, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you have eye, if you have eyes of faith, well, let me back up. If you don't have eyes of faith as a parent, you're going to walk in and you're going to say, boy, that was dumb. Don't do that again. But a parent with eyes of faith sees a young male child who is uh, beginning to exercise his strength, his risk-taking, his conquering ability, uh, his, his um, ready to spread his wings and fly, <laughs> maybe quite too literally. <laughs> he sees that. And, and, a, and a parent who is parenting by faith sees both that and the foolishness in the moment. Mm-hmm. And says and 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 wants to walk with his son on both items, mm-hmm. and he says. So he might say something like, "Hey, buddy, what were you thinking? What were, what were you doing? What was what? Were you, oh man, I just, you know, I just I just wanted. It was just a rush, and I, you know, whatever. Oh man, man, I'm 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 glad that you were exercising like some risk, mm-hmm. you know, and some courage. That's awesome. And you probably shouldn't do that." off your bed it's a little high you could break an arm Mm -hmm. let's do something uh, a little bit lower you know um and and i struggle with doing that put your mattress on the floor first (laughs) that's right (laughs) that's that's right so there you go having eyes having eyes of faith hopefully we'll talk some more about that this coming sunday yeah i I suppose we should probably close it on that because there's there's more to unpack on sunday but i think along those lines one of the last quotes you you share it, I think is a good way to send it. It's from Ryle, uh, J.C. Ryle. He says, In walking with God, a man will go just as far as he believes and no further. His life will always be proportioned to his faith. His peace 
his patience, his courage, his zeal, his works, all will be according to his faith. So, God help us with our unbelief, give us faith, and let us open our eyes. With that, I want to encourage you to go know, love, and obey Jesus as Lord over all. We'll see you next week.